Hey, Ted. Yes, Patim. Do you mind if I do a little bit of a mental grounding thing before we start? Let's get into it. Just to get ourselves est, stimulated mentally. This is a hypothetical I found online on Elon's Twitter. You know the two hands from the Matrix with the red and the blue pill? Yes. Okay. So the question is, which pill are you taking? Blue pill, you get $10 million in cash right now. That one. Well, let me read you the next one. Red pill, restart your life at six years of age with all the knowledge you have now. Uh, I mean, $10 million in cash is a lot of money, in my opinion. But restart your life at age six with all the knowledge you have now. I mean, gosh, Ted, like if we could go back. Here's the thing. If I was a six-year-old me with all the knowledge I have, I'd put on a tiny little hard hat, get a baby's pick, and I'd be shipped off to Elon's daddy's diamond mine. And I would work my way from the bottom of that mine to the top. You become his ward. Oh my yeah. God. You'd be Batman and Robining with Elon. Can you imagine? Yeah, it'd be amazing. I think for me, Ted, if I were to go back to age six, I mean, first of all, when they say this, I imagine I'm just me, but shrunk down, right? Like that's the idea. I think also I'd, I'd, I'd probably want to carry back all my current mass and muscle. Oh, I would not be giving up my mass and muscle. No, I'd need to be as solid, but in a smaller body, I think just to survive. If you are a grown man who is biologically six years old, everyone's going to be after you, right? CIA, NSA, FBI. Seriously. Um, and so you're going you're gonna to need muscle mass to fight. There's fishing trips. You know, when they try to push me into the water, I could say, no, you first. You'd push your dad. Oh, I'd be his A. I'd beat the absolute out of him. I mean, that's an argument in the red pill corners. You get to be your dad's A. And here's another benefit. Both of our current haircuts, I think, would be less prone to mocking if they were on the head of a baby. That's true. You know, no one says, oh, that baby's going bald. No, they say that'll grow in. And I mean, honestly, can you imagine your little ponytail on a baby? Everyone would take photos. They'd be like, look at that tiny Steven Seagal. They wouldn't say, why do you have a rubber band on your head? It's a, it's a ponytail. Is it? It's yes. like several strands there, but it's not yeah. really a full ponytail. And you'd say, well, it's, it is a ponytail. It'll grow. Look closer. And they say, I don't want to get closer. So I think, I mean, I'm leaning pretty big red pill because the, you think about like, you'd be tiny, you'd be ripped, you'd be a dad, but you'd be a baby. You'd be innocent, but you'd also be able to be your dad's A. It'd just be party. It'd be constant. No, I think it would be constant party. Well, you guys haven't heard of Xbox? Hasn't been invented yet? Ugh, you guys wait. Well, and that's a great point, Ted. I mean, you think about how you could set yourself up. Mm. I would invest in squid tanks and eye moistening gel for Zuck. I'd have a fish food shop. In Palo Alto? Well, Boston first, and then I'd move to Silicon V. You know, actually, speaking of Facebook, what I would do if I could go back to age six and be a tiny buff baby dad is I would go into that restaurant right after Justin Timber like left Squid Zuck. And when he was like, just one tip, take the the out. Just call it Facebook. Cut to me coming in as soon as he leaves the restaurant saying, back in. Put the the back in. Call it back the in. Facebook. And I think it would be a much bigger hit. Yeah. Oh, you know what I would do? I would be the first person to invent a black turtleneck. And then when Steve one day is like, I'm looking for this. I can't describe it. I'll know it when I see it. And I would walk in a little tiny shrunken man ripped like bulging, I'd say something like, perhaps something like this, sir? And he'd say, that's it. That's it. And he'd be like, I'll take 100 million. Cha-ching, rich. And then Steve's probably just like, where are you going? It's raining. You can't go. And I'd be like, oh, it'll be fine. Don't worry about me. He said, no, no, no. No, no, no. You stay the night. And I imagine he feeds me out of a thimble. I think so too. And I'd, I'd say probably the next day, He'd be like, where are you heading to? And I'd say, just, you know, I go where the wind takes me. I'm a traveling merchant. And he'd say, that's no sort of a life for a baby. And I'd say, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's really fine. And he'd say, well, 
if you're free, I actually need someone to go inside this phone because I, I lost Siri in there. She went in and I haven't seen her in a while. And I say, I'm small, but I'm not that small. Yeah. He says, you will be, shout out Yoda. And then he brings out his shrink ray. Shout out Rick Morgan Jynan. Yeah. And he shrinks me down and uses tweezers, kind of puts me in the headphone jack because this is back when they still had the headphone jack. Yeah. And then I have sort of like a, a inner space slash Osmosis Jones style adventure. In yeah. The- or a magic school bee. It's Miss Frizzle in a turtleneck. Yeah, exactly. That's, I mean, that's just one possibility. I think for me, I'd want to, I guess, explore more of my musical side. Oh, yeah. You know, pick up an instrument or even because I know the future, I would be like, oh, you want to play guitar? You want to play bass? You want to play drums? I'd say, no, no. What's that? And they'd say, that? That's a synthesizer. I don't know if you can handle that. I'd be like, that. That's the thing I want to learn how to use. And they'd be like, well, what type of music are you going to make with it? And I'd say, I'm not sure, but what about something like this? And I'd sing really high with a lot of reverb. Right, because you'd be a baby, so your voice would be really high, yeah. Right, and I wouldn't be able to pronounce anything, so it would just sound like... I'd call it something like X void, void X times two death versus kill where is all this taking place do you think canada i'd say probably i'd need to move to montreal and like you grow your hair out long really long blonde but you can see that it's dyed i'd probably call myself grimes oh ted <laughs> oh ted Nicole oh you my devil. secret game <laughs> and then one day you'd meet elon and you'd um um yeah whatever you'd hang out we'd hang out Dealer's choice. Should we start the show? Let's start the show. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Tesla Talk. It's Tep Talk. Tep Talk, your number one source for Tesla and Tep news, information, and to gossip. And coming in the other corner, it's me, Patep Ted Steiner, illustrious host and proud CEO of both D-Juice and Babylon J. And I'm one of your hosts, of course, Tep Tim, Tesla owner, Tesla liver, ride or die, hashtag uncharge it, hashtag stay put, hashtag you're already home, hashtag where are you going, hashtag low bat. They call us the low bat boys. That's what I'm trying to get started for the dads Let's who have trending, the folks. Teslas that don't charge. Because guess what? Our batteries ain't charged, and that's okay, because we got nowhere to go. And the very cruel people, shout out Manny, at the charging station, are they're tyrants. They're absolute tyrants, and they don't like answering any of our questions. They don't want to stick around for a chat. No. They say, you know, this is a job. And I say, au contraire, this is a lifestyle, Manny. Yeah. And he says, not for me. I'm going home after this. And I say, what home? We're already home, bud. And he's like, I'm my, my wife. We're like, oh, that kind of home. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. Good luck with that, you loser. Call me when she leaves you because she will. You own a Tesla. Look, folks, our town is unfortunately in the Stone Age. There's only one charging station, and it's out across the street from the gas station out by the Travel Plaza. And it's a public charging station. But some people, some members of the Charge It Tesla community who say, oh, you got to keep your Tesla charged. You got to drive your Tesla around. They've taken it upon themselves to basically annex that charging station and say, oh, you dads aren't allowed in the charging station because the last time you were here, you did it wrong and you broke the cable. Yeah. I 
didn't know. Shout out Dealer's Choice. I didn't know where you were supposed to put the cable. Everyone needs to learn. That's just part of life. Why is the Eiffel Tower so straight? It's because of the Leaning Tower of Pizza. Exactly. Shout out sequels. Takes T1 to do T2. Takes Star Wars A New Age to do the E Strikes B. Takes the prequels to make the Disney reboot. And then they just keep getting better and better and better. So I'm just saying, look, look, did we put the charging cable in the wrong place? Uh, apparently. I wanted to just rule things out slowly, you know? Does it go here? It's called science. Does it go there? No. No. Tell me if I'm getting warm. I thought it was funny to put it down my pants and also sort of endearing. It was so funny. And then you did that classic like, like I'm getting shocked. Yeah. Any Manny. Oh, stop goofing off, you two. Hey, stop. Don't mess with that. That's expensive. Manny, did you really grind that hard to get a Tesla so you could spend your day freaking out over who's putting the charging cable where and whether someone's whipping it around their head? Yeah. I mean, and you know, Ted, at the end of the day, I pity Manny. I do pity him, yeah. I mean, the same way I pity anyone who lives the charge lifestyle. Yeah. It's like they grind hard, they run their RV rental service or their marina or whatever, and then they get a Tesla and they're just go, go, go. I got to go. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to make more money. No, 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 no. Take a leaf out of our book, okay? Yeah, I mean, when, when Buddha got to that uh, cherry tree or whatever. He was a cherry tree, yep. He, he sat and he took a GD minute. He didn't get to the tree and be like, oh, I got to climb the tree. I got to climb the tree. No, he sat under the cherry tree for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm, mm-hmm. And then at the end, he cut it down. Shout out Muhammad in the mountain. He wasn't there and he just said, I'm not going to go. As far as I understand it. As far as I understand it. And so just, look, Manny, just chillax. Grab some Babylon J. Come sit with Nate and Mike and Tim and I. And let's just watch the Bed Bath & Beyond burn to the ground. <laughs> Holy cow! Wow. Ted. It's a spectacle. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, this is, before we get to the tap news today, we, gotta do, we should do a little bit of news news. So... Listeners will know that the Bed Bath & Beyond, across the street from where we're positioned strategically at the Petco, it's kind of like the yin to Best Buy's yang. Yeah, sure. It's like a yonic fountain. I think if Bed Bath & Beyond is D-Rock, then Best Buy is Kane. um, Just because of the shouting. I think, you know, if Best Buy is Torville, then Bed Bath & Beyond is Dean. Yeah. I think if the Best Buy is Edward. Bed Bath & Beyond is Bella. Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond is Bella. Oh, and that makes us Jacob. That makes us Jacob. And that makes a lot of sense, actually. That really does. I guess that means that Petco is in love with Bed Bath & Beyond's baby, which I guess is the Arby's in the parking lot. I think so. Yeah. That makes sense. The point is, Bed Bath & Beyond is a hotbed of mommy activity. Yes. And Fearful Symmetries, there are a collection of very cool, very elegant parking lot moms who have been banned by the Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. And many of them, like us are divorced and the other side to their divorcifications are often here with us in the Petco parking lot. Yeah, shout out Mike, shout out Nate. With binoculars. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful ecosystem. And the mommies in the Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot, you know, they're always trying to get in there. They're not allowed because there was an incident with, I don't know, a cutting board or... A... I also heard about Plunger Gate. It's been rough. And so there's a lot of moms who aren't allowed and they're always trying to get in. And, you know, it, it is kind of pathetic to see. Just move on. Don't stay in the parking lot staring at the thing you can't get into. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's been kind of the state of affairs there for, I don't know, a couple of years now, but a little bit of an upheaval this week. Ted, do you want to give us the news brief on what exactly has happened? So basically what we've had on a much more national level that is trickling down to our local story here is that BB&B has officially gone b 
Yeah, they've gotten their bank rupted. They got their bees rupted and uh, the company's going under. So it's flash sale time. Prices are down, down, down. What has kept the parking lot moms at bay has been the threat of national authority. But now that it's bankrupt, they smell blood in the water. Um, Shout out Zuck. And they are basically circling. I mean, they're literally circling the Bed Bath & Beyond. We're sitting there and we'll just hear this soft, faint sort of rising singing. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry mums? And it gets louder and louder. And Donna, the manager, Donna's out there on her balcony. She built herself a balcony on the front of the Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Occasionally she throws them a curtain rod or a drawer cutlery organizer. And, you know, the moms just tear it to shreds. That or her paintball gun. Basically, the, uh, the order has been upended. It's not looking good. No. Look, prices are down. The sales are on. What was she expecting? What was she expecting? You can't do that. They can maybe suffer the indignity of being banned, but you ban them and say, oh, by the way, it's 40% off all bathroom appliances, 60% off all linens. Yeah, no. (laughs) I think we're on the edge, Ted. I mean, you can see them over there. A couple of them are, what are they trying to do over there? Trying to build like some kind of a battering ram. Yeah, it's a bunch of ladders stuck together. I think they're going to ram it. They strapped a bunch of ladders to, I think, Rochelle's Honda Fit. So shout out Donna. Best of luck. I think best to just cut your losses. Like any good tyrant, Donna's going to need somewhere to flee when this all goes belly up. And I think Randy's obviously going to be safe harbor if Donna can get to Randy before... The crowds do. And shout out Randy, by the way. I hate to speculate on the love life of our friend. No, let's not do that. That's a little uncouth. I don't think we should do that. But I do think that it's going to be pretty messy pretty soon. Well, because he has not shown his face. I mean, that is not supportive at all. I oh, Look, if I was Randy, I'd be there with a the pitchfork at the front door saying, not my lady, my ladies. I think, Ted, though, if I can speculate here. Sure. I think the problem is... This whole north of town complex is more fragile than we realize. I mean, we talked about this when Randy started dating Donna. If the Best Buy and the Bed Bath & Beyond were to be united in marriage, that would be a powerful block. And they could potentially run all the moms and the dads out. But conversely, if the Bed Bath & Beyond falls, I think Randy is looking at the Best Buy and thinking, Am I next? Shout out the Arab Spring. It's going to be Rand Ghazi. I mean, you're already seeing the dads getting more bold. I mean, Marvin, he was loitering right up by the trash can the other day. I Absolutely. Darby had to tell him to get back. Oh, by the way, shout out Darby. Shout out oh, every dog God. has his day. Shout out Old Yeller. Shout out, you know, the end of that movie. Are we really going to talk about I'm this? Sorry. Are we Ted, really going to talk sorry, about I'm this? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, look, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. I'm over it. I'm, I'm not fine. angry personally. <laughs> I actually think it's I I'm not I do angry. think it's funny. I think it's, it's funny in a way that is like funny. you have to be angry. Like you ever watch a movie and yeah. you laugh so hard you're just like, "Oh, Austin, that's not coffee." <laughs> yeah, so Darby a couple weeks ago was allowed into the Best Buy, which I thought maybe he was just going in there to use the bay room. Exactly. Like maybe he said to Randy, "Randy, I'm going to have an accident. You don't want another accident in the parking lot, do you?" Randy yeah. let him in and he did his business in the bathroom. I thought it was something like that. Well, <laughs> next thing we know, who should be wearing one of the coveted blue polos? Well done, Darby. You work at Best Buy now. Randy hired Darby to work at Best Buy. And as I understand it, he's in an apprentice position, which is humiliating. Imagine being the apprentice of a dog. You'd be a decrepit little runt puppy, yeah. boot licking piece yeah. of 
No, exactly. It's no surprise. Darby's been on a slippery slope for a long time now. Yeah, we know this. And hit dogs will holler, and I'm going to hit him. He's going to holler. Yeah. Look, here's the thing about Randy is I don't think about him very much anymore. I don't care what happens to him, and I love him. But something I do care about a lot is ethics and honesty. Yeah. And I just want to say this to you, Rand. Quote, Randy, I will never hire you or any of the other parking lot dads. Yeah. Quote. Now, look, I don't care about me. I don't need the POS job at the Best Buy. I have a Tesla. I live in the Petco parking lot. I'm fine. But I do care about honesty. And I just, what I would love for you to admit, Randy, yeah. on your podcast or in front of City Hall or wherever. In public. Is you could just say, I lied. I'm a liar. I lied. I lied. Just, I think that give a lot of people a lot of catharsis in this town. I think, like, you know, a lot of people would really benefit from you saying those words out loud. Like, I lied. I'm a liar. I made this up. I'm a liar. I'm, I'm a lying, cheating scum dog. And I sniff bees. I sniff bee holes. Yeah. I think a lot of people get a lot out of that. Well, and you know, Ted, you know what this is about, I think. It's a strategic move. It's trying to stabilize. If that Bed Bath & Beyond falls, and I think it will, he knows the dads are going to take their opportunity. So he needs another body. He needs basically cannon fodder, you know? They're ready to pounce, always. And I want to take a minute to just shout out our community in the midst of this unrest, because it is just making me feel even more grateful for the calm sophisticated community we have in the Petco parking lot. Oh, It's yeah. just like, Absolutely. it's so chill. Mike and Nate are so chill. And They're so chill. Kitty corner from us are the dueling Home Depot and Lowe's. That's hardware dads meet grill dads. I mean, it is like last days of R over there. Yeah, it really is. And then you've got hot dogs in the in the middle. So it's, it gets even more chaotic, you know, when everyone's trying to get their hot dog. I mean, there's that one kind of ripped dad who strapped himself to the front of his truck and he's, he's trying to play guitar like the guy in Mad Matthew, but he can't really he can only do like smoke on the water or house of the rising sun over and over again he does house of the rising sun a lot but like pretty slowly well it's better slow so like look in in this whole little compound we are basically the eye of the storm here and to be honest tim i think the only thing that is gonna pull this parking lot back together is a festival that's right Dad Cella, Dad Squatch, Dad the Bells. Jack up the Airbnb prices for miles. We're talking Tesla Fest 2023. We're going to need an illegal supply of Tums and Pepto. I imagine getting up on stage at one point during the festival and being like, attention, there is some bad Tums going around. Do not have the berry smoothie Tums. They are chewy and gummy and they're not chalky. Everyone would be, you know, there's going be a nice communal way of all like handling this, I'm sure. It's going to bring peace to the community. I do I think do that's what's going to end up yeah. happening. I do believe it's going to be a great rejoining all the parking lot quadrants. Shout out Rat Race. Yeah. Oh, sh literally shout out Rat, Rat Race. Do you think we could get Smath Mouse? I think we have to get S Mouth. Some Daddy once told me. My wife is going to leave me. She's her cousin instead. I was looking kind of dumb with my finger and my thumb on the broken corner of an iPad. Well, well, my son came in and he kicked me in the leg. He spat out in my face and he said, you know, my dad. Doesn't make sense not to live for fun. My wife's boyfriend is really dumb. But who cares? Because I've got my best friend. You never shine if you don't scroll. 
Uh, hey now, you're divorced now. You don't live here. Move out. out. Hey now, you're divorced, divorced now. now. I don't like you. Shout out. My wife doesn't think that I'm hot. Only Stefan stirs the pot. Well, it's cold place in the Tesla at night, but that's okay. I feel all right. It doesn't make sense not to sleep on Dan. He may be naked, but he's got a good tan. Too much to see, too much to see. Can we please draw some clothes on him? You won't dream if you don't sleep. We can't drive down the street. Hey now, we got a Tesla and we live here all day. Hey, hey now, in our Tesla, we can't drive away. There's no power inside. We only had it two days before it died. Some time I once asked Mike and Nate if by chance they wanted to come over to our car. They said no, then it smelled and they didn't like the painting as well. But we could go to their car anytime. Oh, well, their Tesla's really nice. And they play good tunes. Their furniture is great. And they've got multiple rooms. Somehow they have a divider up between. Yep. They have like separate sections in the back. So that they can get changed and not see each other's membranes. Ma yeah, something. Yeah, that one's a bit of a stretch for the rhyme there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out Mike and Nate. They, it is a, their Tesla is so tasteful. I don't know how... Yeah. Mike got that Eames chair into his Tesla. Well, cutting off the legs helps. Yeah, right. It's just the cushions. I mean, because the thing about Mike cushions. is he's he's so committed to that like classy mid-century lifestyle. Yeah. And I think it really hurts him that his wife got all the furniture and the house. Yeah. And all he got was that one Eames chair he kind of like, I think, took and then had to cut up into pieces to put in his back seat. But it's still super classy. It's very cool. When you go to Mike's Tesla and he puts on that Antonio Carlos Jobim CD. Yeah, I love it when, when we're done with that and he puts on Buena Vista Social Club and he just sort oh. of rocks on the spot and he goes, boys, have you ever heard such a groove? And I, and I say, yes, for 30 years. Yeah. And Same I song. like Buena Vista S Club when Dennis played it for me because he's no. boring, but when Mike plays it, I'm like, oh, oh I it's get so it now. Cool. It's so classy. I like it hanging out in his side of the Tesla more than Nate's side of the Tesla. Yeah, for sure. Nate's just on his phone all the time. It's hard talking to him, to be honest. Yeah. And, uh, oh, gosh, wait, Ted, before I forget, speaking of Mike and Nate, before we get on with Tesla Fest, we really got to do our entry in the every Bob Dylan song ever rank. We got to get back in the Bob corner. You're absolutely right. Yeah. For everyone who's just joining us, Tep Talk is not only your number one best tap podcast but it's also your number one only bob dylan podcast yeah that's absolutely right as a wonderful new perk to our uh patreon subscriber to be mike mike yeah we've got a grand new section where we're gonna be ranking and skanking our way through every single bog dylan song ever yeah. recorded within a year 500 songs in 500 weeks one song per episode because mike is a big bog and dylan fan absolutely last week we started off with numero uno first bong dylan song first album track one i'm so excited to get to track two spoiler alert me feels like it's gonna be a five out of five i 
don't want to say too much because we got to give it our official review here in a minute. But I, I, I love it. It's a spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. I just want to say shout out, Mike. Uh, thank you for your patience when we told him we were doing this segment and how we did the first song on the first album. You're no good. He said, I don't know that Bob Dylan song. I mostly know the other ones from later in the 60s. So just bear with us, Mike. We're going to get there. We're um, getting there. But we're going to do them all. So just please do be patient. So uh, the second song, Ted, on the first Bob Dylan album, amazing song. This one, Talkin' New York. Oh, I love it. It's the second song on his, on his eponymous first album released in 1962. And it's a talking blues. And the song describes his feelings on arriving in New York City from Minnesota, his time playing coffee houses in the Greenwich Village, and his life as a folk singer without a record deal. The lyrics express the apparent difficulty he had finding gigs as a result of his unique sound, with a character in the song telling Dylan, you sound like a hillbilly, we want folk singers here. So that's just a little blurb that I made up. I really think this is good. Uh, what a great song. Three minutes and 20 seconds long. Oh, perfect. Fantastic length. A little longer than three minutes, but not quite three and a half. Ted, I give it three out of three. Yeah, I'm a five out of five it, I think. And full disclosure, I have not even heard the song. No. Should we listen to it? No. Great. Okay, uh, well, that is episode two in the all-time Bob Dylan song countdown. Hey, folks, if you're listening and you like Bob Dylan, don't message us and tell us about it. I don't want to hear your opinions. I know enough already. Get lost. Oh, there he is. Hey, Bob. Hey, Patin. Hi, Mike. You should let these boys into your Tesla. We promise we won't make a mess again. That's my God, Bob that's Dylan. That's really good. And I do promise, I, I do promise not to make a mess again. I like nutritional yeast on my popcorn, thanks to Aunt Mayvine. It's the one thing she gave me. It's an acquired taste. Once you acquire it, it's impossible not to bring that yellow pixie dust with you everywhere. And I'm sorry, I shake it around like a salt shaker. Shout out D-Rock and Kane. Yeah, shake so much they call you Billy Ocean. Yeah. So I apologize. I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah, it's true. This is a very big divergence between the two of us. Yeah. You hate it. I hate it. Yeah. It makes me puke. Yeah, so Mike, Nate, apologies. Mikolpi, I'm sorry, Mike. I, it won't happen again. I, I gagged. I, I got some I got some nutritional yeast in my mouth, and I gagged a little bit, and I spit up a little bit. Ted cleaned me up, okay? Oh, hey, look, Ted. Look at the Bed Bath & Beyond. Look, look, they got the ladders. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're driving the fit. Oh, They're driving okay. the fit at wow. the door. Shout out to Towers. So it begins. Woo! There they go. Oh, oh, she's a good shot, too. That paintball gun is really good. Yeah, Donna lit up their windshield and they kind of the Honda Fit just kind of skidded into the side of the building there and the ladder fell off. So, um, yeah, she'll run out of pellets eventually, I think. Yeah. And they're going to come up with new tactics. You know what I think they should try to do? Tunnel? Well, I mean, I assume they're working on a tunnel already. I mean, like, Lord knows we were mm. we were working on a tunnel after a year at the Best Buy parking lot. No, I think they should do the ladders like Helms D, like stand them up and then they could rush the balcony. I mean, you know, Donna's a good shot, so she could legolas one of them back into the crowd. If there's enough of them, though. Well, the trick is not to climb up as it's being hoisted. I think that was the floor there. And, you know, it's tough because the obvious solution here is why don't they just smoke them out? You know, why don't they just light a fire? But it, yeah. but they could they yeah. risk burning the runners. That would defeat the whole purpose, yeah. The same way that we could have burned down the Best Buy, but we didn't want to have, what, are we going to have a bunch of melted printers? What good would that do us? Yeah. And that's the beauty of burning down the Petco at the end of Tepsla Fest is no one cares about it and there's nothing good in there. I mean, we'll let the animals go, obviously. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Which brings us back to Tepsla Fest. So, Ted, um, let's do a little Tepsla Fest checklist here. Number one, what we have. Acts. 
Gareth. Gareth and the aquarium attendants playing very slow white reggae while Nate raps. Yeah. Also, we have confirmed locked little Pastor PP Shooter. Yeah, that's Woo! right. It's been official. We reached out to him. He said, yes, of course. I can't wait. As long as I can bring my ministry and make a tent. Of course, yep. And we said, of course, bring your culture and to I us. And I think it meant a lot to Pastor PP that we went to his service this last weekend, Ted. Yeah. I was just so moved by that sermon all about how, like, God made us like an octopus. He wants us to fit through tiny holes. Bones are holding you back. But what is a bone? A bone is a rigid thought. A bone is a, I can't do this anymore. No. You've got to squeeze Squeeze yourself through the hole. What is the hole? The hole is faith. God never gives you more than you can handle. And you might say, I've got too much in my hands. But you don't only have two hands. You got eight. You got eight because you're an octopus. So if you ever feel like you're struggling, I want you to look down and see those hands. See those hands. See Then everyone starts chanting, and then he's like, don't forget to buy a copy of the Octopus Doctrine. It's on the back table, and no, that does not count as your donation for the week. We're also going to pass the tray around. Yeah. And like he said, Jesus was the original octopus. Truly. Thank you, Pete. He took us to the sports lounge for lunch afterwards. It was so nice. Oh, wasn't it? I mean, I would just be too intimidated to go in there without someone like Pete holding my hand. It was just such a privilege to be invited to the table with him and his ministry team, the men, I mean. Yeah. And the wives looked so happy at the other table. They always look so happy, yeah, the kids' table. And he, of course, agreed to do the festival. He said, "Um, how many hours do you need to fill? Because I've got like six hours of material. And we said, perfect. Go as long as you can. Yeah. And the thing is, like, if we get more acts, he doesn't necessarily have to fill that much time. Which brings us to, I think, the next order of business. More acts. Yeah. Do you want to be in charge of getting in touch with S-Mouth or shall I? Look, I could probably, they probably watch the OnlyFans. So I could probably go via that route. You know what I think you do, Ted? What? Set a little honey trap. I need to make a Shrek video with Sarah and the you boys. You need to make a Shrek video with Sarah and the boys. Yeah. Bronson's Lord f- Quad, obviously. Obviously, yeah. And I, I'd say Sarah is Princess Fiona, mm. but I actually think maybe the dragon. Oh, yeah. And the donkey romance is pretty good. That's what it's all about, really, is the dragon and the donkey. At the yeah. end, when you see the dragon donkey babies. Right, because then you really think about it. Yeah. Well, Think no more. We're going to show you how that happened. I think this could be, no offense to the OnlyFans, this could be just what you all need to get back on track. Because it's been a patchy period. I think you can admit that. You know, we had a lot, it was a lot of work for the whole team to launch D-Juice. Yeah. It, it, It took a lot of planning, it took a lot of meetings, it took a lot of work just all around, sort of dealing with the board, getting those lines of communication opening having an infrastructure for the amount of cash flow that we now have. You know, it's a lot of work. And so, yeah, at the end of work like that, you don't really want to and and get in a pile and each other while I dance around. You know, you want a bowl of porridge and to go to bed. Yeah. And so I haven't been riding the team very hard. You know, shout out Bronson. No, I mean, you've still been putting out the content. Yeah, but it's a lot of reruns. It's sort of Naruto-style yeah. reruns. Like a British documentary sort of phoned-in thing where you get a whole bunch of, like, forgotten stars to be like, oh, the 80s, oh, you remember yeah. this time? And then they play a clip and then they'll cut to someone else and be like, oh, I used to dance to this. You know, like just BBC presenter sits down with Noel Gallagher and is like, 
1994 was big for Oasis. And then they play the video and they're like, God, look at us. Look at us. We're young. Gosh, look at us. You don't have to say much. There's been a lot of that. Like you sitting down with them and being like, and of course, that was the month that we did Inspector Gadget. And then you watched it and Stefan's just like, oh, I'm hot. Look at me. You've also done some in-universe clip shows, which are always really fun. You know, you have like a loose narrative structure where it's like, oh, Bronson's working in the shop and Stefan comes in and he's just like, what are you trying to do? He's like, I'm just trying to nail this board. Well, that's not the first time you've nailed something. Clip, 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 yeah. clip, 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 clip. I got gap filler for you. Yeah, which, you know, I find those to be charming, but I think the fans are getting a little bit restless. I think so too. You know, it, it happens. There's always a lull. Yeah, so I think Shrek will serve double duty. It's irreverent. It's cool. It's DreamWorks giving the big F you to Pixar. It's yeah. full of references, which shout out, we love. Yeah, I think after you make that, S-Mouth will want to play our concert. Yeah, totally. We've also got Grady doing his hell chants. Yep, can't wait. Tower's going to get a bit higher. Oh, and Grady's excited for the Tesla Fest. That is a lot of souls. He's ready to feed. He's going to be slurping it up. I mean, uh, Grady and PP, kind of the same game, really, just different angles. It's like Christina and Brittany. Yeah, 100%. Or like Brittany and Satan. Yeah. I think that'll fill about a day, but I do think, Ted, this should be a three-day festival. Yeah, I think we should reach out to Fred again, Rosalia. Dave Grohl! Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Marvin, if you're listening to this, tell your Hollywood uncle, we need Dave Grohl's cell phone number. We need Dave Grohl. Good. So that's our done. We really should talk about our to-do list. Now, here's one thing, and I want to do this right, because this is a legitimate festival. Permits. You're the mayor, so it's going to be fine. I am the mayor, so um, I hereby decree this festival legal. Done. Ding, ding, ding. Here's a side of festival life that we don't like to talk about, but I think in our case, we really need to talk about. Toilets. Porta peas. Yeah. It's going to be an issue. I mean, they could just use the Petco, right? They could just go in the Petco and, and make. I think. Because we're burning it down, they could just go anywhere in the Petco. They could go in the dog kennel. I like that, but I also think... We could get a series of planks at the stormwater drain and just sort of like medieval style it. That, I think, is a great idea. And I think it actually inspires an even better idea. Because I think if, if, you, if the average festival goer is at a festival and someone says, I got to make, and they say, well, just, just go in the stormwater drain, they'd say, gross, pervy, gross, weird. But if they are at a ye olde medieval carnival... <sighs> You rend my mind. <laughs> we're going to need Dyson jousting and we're going to need those giant turkey legs. Yeah, I think that the easiest way to solve the public bathroom problem is to retool the festival as a renaissance fair so yeah. that people can make S in the stormwater drain. It's going to solve a lot of problems. Otherwise, we have to get porter parties. But if we just rebrand the thing slightly towards Ren Fair, then the plank porter party system is gonna work that's easy also the other uh, benefite of the old ren fair switcheroo is that um uh, we might have some mummies show up in corsets um, lady. <laughs> i didn't want to say it but um <laughs> get ready to doff my good dad yeah dad's gonna be doffing let's get it trending guys dad's gonna be doffing speaking of miladies ted i wonder if a certain cosplay <sighs> lady might be coming i dareth not speak the name only think of the letter which pawn the rest of the word is scribed yet for my heart shall beat a thousand times more if 
the rest of the utterance of the name is said unto the air, Oh, my Tisha, wherefore art thou? For mine heart beats at a pace that you would not believe. A hummingbird even would be put to shame. <laughs> For whence you walk into Petesla Fest 2023 in your rogue's outfit with daggers strapped everywhere. My vow to thee is that on top of the grandest Tesla of all, you shall see a level 13 Bard Extraordinaire College of Glamour. Befeathered, regal, upright, and thrumming the chords of romance into the air. That's right, folks. Petesla 2023 Fest is the day in which I let Tisha know <gasps> that I got a big old crusher Rooney. Oh, Ted! Oh, That's my, my vow. God. That's my vow. It's the only setting that would be grand enough. It's perfect. It's Ted. It's, it's perfect. S-Mouth is going to be playing. People are going to be eating those big turkey legs and peeing and essing in the stormwater drain. And you profess your love. And then I think it cuts to this Mash M guy. And he'll be like, what do you say, Tisha? And she'll say yes, obviously, Ted. Obviously. And then I imagine you get up and you do an insane loot solo during their version of Why Can't We Be Friends. Doing the jester's dance while playing your loot. Yeah. And you know what's going to happen, Ted? Nate and Mike, their wives are going to see it. They're going to be like, I'm taking you back. Yeah, it's like the end of a Shakespeare comedy. It's it's all going to work out. Grace is there and she's like, Tim, Tim, where are you? I can't see you. And I'm like, I'm down here because I'm small now. I made my choice. I took the pill. I'm six now, but I'm a grown man and I'm buff, but I'm small. Oh my God, look at this infant who's also a man. And she takes me and she says, I knew I made a mistake. And Do you want to come live with me and Uncle Seth? Here's your new brother, Corey. I'm taking the other pill. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's show. I thought that show was one of our best. Absolutely. I mean, they only keep getting better. The Apple News, incredible. You heard it here first, folks. Hey, and actually, speaking of Apple, Ted, what's coming up in a few weeks? WWDC. That's That's right. right, We are going to be back on our BS. And uh, let's just say, since we're Potesla owners now, I wouldn't be surprised if we finally got an invite. And if not, we will watch it live. Yeah, we're going to watch it regardless. We're also going to be talking about what to do if one of your AirPods is not working. Spoiler alert throw it out, embrace that mono lifestyle. And listen. I want all of you out there to just grab your arms right now, Mm -hmm. put them around yourself, and just squeeze. Mm. That's a hug from Patep Tim and Patep Ted, because we love you. Now remember, you have six other arms. Yeah. Do pick up a copy of The Octopus Doctrine, because it's full of amazing, applicable biblical life lessons, and it's pretty light on the Bible stuff, which is nice. It's just there as a sort of underpinning, you know, really what you're getting out of is a whole bunch of really great life lessons and just sort of daily reasons to get up and get going. And get grinding. Yeah, and get grinding and get rising and get shining. And... Ride the D responsibly. Yeah, do ride that D, do get d We better get going. Yeah, I'm going to have to get onto the Sarah and the boys to start filming if we're going to honeypot the Smash M into following us. Bye, everybody. All righty, bye. Oh, Ted, look, look, look at the Bed Bath & Beyond parking lot. Look, they've got, who is that? 
Claire? They're gonna catapult her. Oh gosh. Oh, Ooh, Ooh, damn. Oh, Donna's oh, a good oh. shot. Yeah, Donna Ooh. took her out, and probably for the best, honestly, because look, yeah, see there, the catapult, the board broke. Yeah, wow. I think Monica from the parking lot is dating one of the beefy dudes from the Lowe's parking lot, and he's bringing them all that lumber. Yeah, yeah. Is that a trebuchet? Yeah, oh, look. Oh, they're gonna launch a Yui Boom. 